0: Welcome to the very first episode of the Completely Random Foolishness podcast hosted by me, Agent. I'm so excited. You have no idea how excited I am to finally get this thing going. Finally. Because, I, I just gotta throw this out there, in June I mistakenly said that I was going to have my podcast out on a particular date because I had scheduled things out and I said this is um, this is how I want them to go. This is the one I'm gonna record, this is when I'm gonna edit, this is when I'm gonna release it, and this is how I'm going to do it. Except I didn't realize at the time that there would be so many stumbling blocks along the way. There was just wall after wall after wall after wall, and I kept hitting walls. I just kept hitting them. And it frustrated me to no end. But we're here now. <laughs> we're here. So If you see me looking down, I am looking at my little podcast notebook with all my notes and outlines and all of that. So before we get started today, let me just take care of some, some housekeeping. What is this? What is completely random foolishness? It is, well, duh, it's a podcast, but what exactly does that mean? when I created this I said one thing there's if there's one thing that I know this is what it is I want this to not fit in a in a box I want this to be what you know whatever topic I want to talk about whatever I'm feeling whatever is going on and I feel like it needs to be said I want to be able to say it without having to fit inside of this mold um, if that makes sense and so I wrote sort of like a little mission statement and this is what I want this to be it says an unpredictable podcast dedicated to making you laugh and think and those are two things that in life I like to do I like to make people laugh and I like to make people think and I feel like that this is a great way to do it this is a great place to just talk to people and to share thoughts and opinions and just as a creative person this really helps me to uh, to just kind of get things out there. Um, I feel like sometimes in film, which is film and photography, which are my two main creative focuses right now. I feel like that it's sometimes harder to get the point across than it is to just talk. So that's why we're here. I just want to (laughs) talk. I just want to talk. Um, also three, well, yeah i'll do this now three things three people that i want to shout out because i feel like that they have been the biggest um help they they've really helped the most with this podcast and that is number one my dad who created this wonderful intro that you just heard and the outro that you're gonna hear at the end of the podcast he has helped me with equipment and he's helped me with coming up with ideas and branding and just so many things this podcast and not just this podcast but just in general with every endeavor that I want to start he's always there so thank you (laughs) thank you thank you thank you to my dad the second person that I'm gonna shout out is my friend Homero and I'm shouting him out because a couple years ago when I said I wanted to create a podcast I was really nervous and I was saying is anyone really gonna listen is this a stupid idea like should I and I told him about it and I said hey I want to create a podcast and he goes yeah do it go for it and I just I felt so much better so um over the years every time I've had a new idea I'm like hey what do you think about this for the podcast what do you think about that he's always been there to listen give his input and support and so thank you Homero without you I never would have even done this and the third person I want to shout out is my creative mentor Kevin Colby he has listened to every rant that I've had about this podcast, every frustration, every single time that I hit a wall, every time that I said, this isn't good enough. He was like, yes, it is. So thank you, Kevin, (laughs) for your support and giving me ideas and all of that stuff. So now that we've got all of that out the way, let me just say that I had a completely different topic to talk about today, Um, but something happened last week exactly um well by the time that this comes out it won't have been last week but on August 23rd I celebrated my 20th birthday (laughs) I celebrated my 20th birthday and this birthday hit me differently than my other birthdays hit me and that was because I said wow I can't actually call myself a teenager anymore like I'm I'm 20 and it it was so strange because all of a sudden I felt this I don't know this rush or this um I don't really know what to call it but I felt like I had to hurry up and start getting my life together because technically I'm in a Adult. And that's just so weird for me. To, that's just so weird for me to say because I still feel so fresh and new and young and just generally naive about the way life works. And so I felt my anxiety rising up, and I can tell that when my anxiety starts to do that, I'm gonna spiral out of control. So I had to quickly get myself together and say, "Okay, Asia, all right. So you're 20. <laughs> Big deal. You are okay." we're fine and you're in no rush to figure things out and get your life together like you have the rest of your life to do that you don't have to do it all now (laughs) and so I, I sat down and I made a list of 20 things that I've learned in 20 years because I this list represents that I was there but now I am here because I have I have learned I have grown and so no matter how little or Big the progress is. It's still progress, right? Right. Therefore, <laughs> the list. So I figured I, I was reading through the list and I said, "Wow, this would make a great podcast topic if I share this list with you, all the things that I wrote down." And so, without a, without a further of ado, I give you 20 things I've learned in 20 years. All right. Number one. Stop, stop comparing yourself to people and where they are in life. That's the main thing that had me writing this list in the first place. And it was because I kept feeling like I was behind. I don't have my driver's license yet. I felt behind. I, um, I took a year break out of school and I felt behind. You know, I was so caught up in graduating a certain year, like, you know, my classmates because we we graduated high school in 2016 so by 2020 we should have been out and at the college that i was originally going to i would have actually graduated in 2019 and so after i left that school and i decided to take a break from school um just because of some personal things that were going on you know I st- it started to get to me because i i would spend my days at home and i couldn't get a job and I just, I felt so generally, um, not genu- generally, genuinely behind other people and let me put it like this. So when I was in the seventh, eighth and then in the ninth grade, I ran track and my coach had me run distance. So for the mile, she told us, you have to pace yourself. Everyone's going to run at a different pace. But just because the person who was at the lead at the beginning of the race, is in the lead then doesn't mean that they're gonna be in the lead by the end of the race because you know say they get to the third lap and they start to slow down because they're tired they've been like they've been running hard but another person who's been running a little bit slower by the time they get to the third lap they might be pushing ahead of that other person because they've hit their stride you know um everyone is going to finish the race eventually but we're all gonna finish it at different times and at our own pace and just because you are uh, you look like you're behind someone doesn't mean that you actually are we are all different people and we're made to do different things at different times and there is just there's no rush there's no rush now in a race yeah there's a rush and i i always came in last place because i i walked <laughs> uh, yeah I, I didn't run i ran like the first lap and then by the time i got to the second lap i was tired so i walked and i'm pretty sure my team hated me for that but that that's a different story <laughs> number 2 forgive people and move on it, it's not worth holding on to grudges and hurt because you know bitter people are the worst bitter people are not fun to be around and you know i understand that it takes some time to move on from hurt and from people that have hurt you but you know grudges holding a grudge on someone especially when they've asked for your forgiveness, and it depends on the severity of the situation of course too, but generally when someone asks for your forgiveness, um, you you forgive them and you try your best to move on from it. Even if you are still hurt from it, it's no—it's not worth being bitter about it and being hurt because who are you hurting? It's not them, it's you. You are the one making yourself miserable at this point. Move on. <laughs> Number three, laughter is the best medicine and it sounds like a cliche and that's because it is a cliche, but it's a true cliche. Let me give you an example, a story. I love stories. <laughs> so one year in middle school, um... Like usual, my brother and I got up and we got ready for school and um, we had to get up a little bit earlier because it was a 20 minute drive to this school. Um, where was I at? (laughs) So we get ready to leave and we walk out of the door and my dad's going to drive us there like he does because there's no bus at this school and honestly we've, my brother and I never rode the bus to school, but at this school you have to be a car rider. So we go outside and there's no car it's like it's just gone (laughs) and I look at my dad and I look at my brother and they look at me and we start laughing because my dad says well I guess they came and got the car we were at that point in our in our lives we were at a rough spot financially and they had come and repossessed the car overnight so you know we could have been torn up about it we could have been upset you know i could have said hey i'm missing school um my dad could have said hey i'm missing work and um all that stuff but there was nothing you know being upset about it wasn't going to change the fact that the car was gone so why make the situation more miserable we laughed and we instantly felt better. We went inside and we watched movies and played games and eventually my dad got his car back. <laughs> he was able to, um, somehow pay enough to get it back and, you know, life continued. Life goes on. So it's like, it's, it's worth it to just, just laugh. <laughs> and you get ask my friends and stuff. Um, they, they all know that I like to laugh. I laugh at stupid stuff. I laugh at things that aren't really that funny. I laugh at situations that probably shouldn't be laughed at I just like to laugh it's just that's just me number four walk to the beat of your own drum let me repeat that walk to the beat of your own drum be you there are so many people that run around trying to be like someone else when the best thing that you could ever possibly do is just be you there's only one of you. No matter if you're a twin, if someone looks like you, your cousin, your sister, your aunt, maybe they act like you, but there's only one you, and and you are made to be you. You have your you have a purpose. That purpose is your purpose. It's no one else's purpose. It's yours. You are you, and I cannot stress that enough. You know, it's so easy to run around and be a lookalike or a copy of someone else. You know, that's fine if you want to dress up and be somebody on you know on Halloween or comic-con you know that that's different but (laughs) obviously but you know you don't have to follow the trends that you see other people what they wear what they um listen to what they look like um how they act you don't have to do that you don't and you might look like an outcast for it but originality is key (laughs) honestly originality is something that's very very rare these days very rare so i encourage everyone i implore you to just be yourself no matter how much other people might look like they don't like it it doesn't matter because who are i mean who are you trying to impress you you've, you've got no one really does it does it really matter it doesn't number five no matter how old you get, don't forget how to be a kid. Um, and I say that not like be immature, but I say that don't forget how to have fun. Don't forget how to let loose and don't be so uptight about everything. You know, um, there are situations where you can be serious and of course there you should know when to be serious and when to not be serious. But um, more often than not, adults will, you know, um, forget what it's like to just experience life and laugh and just have fun. Um, of course, if things are going to have bad consequences, you don't want to do that. <laughs> but um, for the most part, there are so many times where you don't have to be so serious about everything. You can just live. It just Just live. That's all. <laughs> I don't really need to take that any further than just live number <laughs> number six, if you fall, if you trip, don't don't try to play it off <laughs> just just don't just don't do it. Uh, it's so awkward to watch people trip and then try to be cool and act like it didn't happen. We all saw it, just own up to it like you fell. That's one of the times where I say, don't be so serious, just And that's also another one of my points laugh laughter is the best medicine just laugh it off um there was this time where my brother and i and a bunch of other people had gone to help my aunt move things from one house to another house all her furniture and like her belongings and all that stuff so (laughs) there was this this guy who was helping us move and he was coming down the steps holding a box so as he (laughs) As he walked down the first step, his foot, like his ankle turned to the side and he never quite like regained his his step. So as he stepped down with his other foot, his other foot did the same thing. And all the way down the steps, his ankles were rolling and rolling and he looked like he didn't quite catch his balance. So by the time he got to the end, he hopped down off the last step and he tried to walk like it did not happen. And my brother and I looked at each other And what do you think we did? We cracked up laughing. And I didn't want him to see me laugh because I didn't know him that well. And I guess that would have been kind of rude (laughs) when I turned my back. (laughs) You know that laugh that you get when you're laughing so hard that there's nothing coming out of your mouth and you're just kind of like moving? (laughs) That was me. (laughs) Oh gosh. If he had just, you know, not tried to play it off it would have just made it so much better all right number seven <laughs> take some time for self-care and um, that can come in a number of ways me personally self-care is when I invest in like a good skincare routine so I use face mask and um, alcohol wipes facial toners pore cream <laughs> uh, just a, a variety of different things and to me Um, Having a good, healthy skin, having good and healthy skin on my face, and um, just you know, all of my skin actually, (laughs) that is something that really calms me down and makes me feel better. So I enjoy that. I also enjoy listening um, to my favorite songs, like in a bubble bath. Or just at night I'll put in my headphones, lay in the dark on the bed and just listen to music and it's it's really relaxing and I, I think of that as self care because it's you know taking your mind away from the stresses and the worries and just, you know, focusing on things that make you happy. Um also something that is considered I consider self care is um, eating healthy. You know, um <clears throat> you don't think of it as going on a diet just think of it as a healthy lifestyle it's you know you feel so much better and you have so much more energy when you put the right things in your body and i never realized just how much it was true that junk food is bad for you until i stopped eating so much junk food and i started eating healthier you know, i'm anemic so a big problem that i had was obviously iron deficiency but also Um, energy lack of energy I was so lethargic all the time and I felt dead inside all the time every day no matter how much sleep I got at night I woke up tired I spent the entire day yawning and tired and I noticed that when I started to eat healthier I felt better it also came with taking iron pills and other various Vitamins. (laughs) uh, vitamins. <laughs> but for the most part, one thing that really helped was to just eat healthier. Less portions, less junk food. And that doesn't mean I don't enjoy the occasional strawberry milkshake from Chick fil A, and the occasional cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory, and the occasional full rack of ribs from Texas Roadhouse <laughs> with french fries, and a whole lot of bread but at the same time you just you have to know when enough is enough and you have to eat in moderation so think about that and remember that self-care can really help boost your attitude and as someone who dealt with a lot of anxiety um self-care just really lowered my anxiety levels and helped me relax and calm down (laughs) um number eight is make some lasting memories try new things explore I don't really have to explain that one too much just go out and have fun and try try to do things that you've never done before because new life experiences are something that you can put in your little photo book in your head and just look back on and say wow I can't believe I did that and it just you know makes your life richer or full more adventurous Explore, even if you don't, even if you don't have the money to travel, explore local places in your area that you've never been before. There are some pretty beautiful places around me that I would have never even considered going to had I not stopped to check and say, wow, I can't believe that I actually had this here and just gone. So that's, that's something. Number nine is go see your favorite bands and your artists live. It is so worth it. Concerts are addicting and it's, it's the rush you get from being right there. You're so close, you're so close and it just feels good. Um, One thing, one regret that I have um, is that I never got to see my favorite band live. I remember one year, this was in like 2012, 2013. They announced that they were going to be in North Carolina. It was either Greensboro or Charlotte and that's so close to me. I should have just gone, but I didn't go and they ended up breaking up. They disbanded the following year. (laughs) They announced their two final shows and they haven't played together since. I was heartbroken, but all that would have been avoided had I just gone to see them when I had the opportunity. Just like, just go. Save up your money, go to concerts, go see them live, you'll, you'll really appreciate it later in life. Number 10, <sighs> sorry guys, but number 10, one thing I've learned, Androids are better than iPhones. They, they just are. I'm so sorry, but iPhones suck. <laughs> Apple is not as good as Samsung. I have a Samsung Note 8 and it is quite wonderful. I just gotta throw that out there. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> Number 11, take a break from social media for a while. I know I just talked about my phone, but it is so refreshing, so rejuvenating, and such a wonderful self-care tip is <laughs> to just take a break from social media. Every once in a while, I'll go a week or two and I won't get a, get on any social media of any type. and. Um, You just, I experience life more that way. When you think about how much time you spend on your phone, there are so many other things that you could do. The time that I spend in the morning going to Instagram to look at other people's pictures, I could be taking pictures myself. I could be working on my photography. Working on my Photography. (laughs) I could be honing in my own skills and I could be, I don't know, I could be doing anything. I could be playing my guitar, I could be reading a book, I could be doing anything else than just like looking at other people's lives. You see what I'm saying? It's such a toxic toxic thing to spend so much time looking at what other people have because typically on social media people flaunt their best features, they don't talk about their bad days, they don't talk about their bad pictures and the bad moments, it's just the good stuff. You only see the good stuff, and it leads to a lot of comparison. You start to believe that this person has more than I do, this person is better than I am. Um, And that, you know, that doesn't really go for everybody, but I really encourage you, if you're a person who, when you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is look at your phone, I encourage you to try not doing it. Um, You could meditate in the morning. I don't know just stay off your phone so much number 12 don't be afraid to let go of toxic friendships this is a big one this is a big one there are so many times in your life you will have people that are seasonal friends or seasonal people I call them that because they're only there for a season. They're not supposed to be there forever. Just because they were good to you and good for you in this part of your life doesn't mean that you can take them into the next part of your life. You cannot grow if you have people holding you back. You cannot. So (laughs) I got really passionate about that for a second because I have had so many instances in my life where I should have just let go of toxic friendships. People who were putting me down, holding me down. And all that and above and also let me throw this out there too while we're on the topic if you decide to let someone back into your life who has done you wrong who has been a toxic person if they if you truly believe that they have changed and that you can benefit and you can benefit from their friendship or whatever it is um, then I say don't be afraid to put them on probation (laughs) a probationary period is that a word I don't know but yeah I've had to do it I, I have had to do it I have decided that I was going to cut someone out of my life because of the the toxicness of the whole situation and this person came back to me looking like a changed person and looking like it was no longer going to be the same situation that it was before. And I had to sit and I had to think about it and I had to really, really think about it. And I said, okay, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to trust that this person is going to change and is going to be good for me in this part of my life. And so I put them on probation. And it's basically just, I'm not giving you my full trust back until you can prove to me that I can, you, that you like have earned my full trust. I'm not, um, I'm not putting you back. I'm not elevating you to the same level that you were before and you're going to be a couple of notches lower because of what has happened. Um, so don't be afraid to do that because that is a great way to make sure that the same thing doesn't happen all over again. Number 13, don't apologize for things that you're passionate about unless, let me make this clear, unless you are passionate about something creepy, like taking pictures of people when they shower. That—that That is creepy and you should apologize for that. But if you are passionate about, I don't know, a movie, um, maybe there's a, there's a band that you like or a hobby that you have that you're very passionate about, you don't have to feel bad or feel stupid for liking the things that you do. And I remember going through a phase in a period in my life where I was embarrassed to talk about the things that I liked because I felt like other people were gonna look at them and see them as stupid, which might happen. However, that shouldn't deter me from liking those things. You, do you see what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. And if you are the type of person that shuts people down when they start to talk about things that they're passionate about, don't don't be that person. Be kind. Because if someone is talking to you about something that they truly enjoy, chances are nine times out of 10, they're telling you about it because they want you to share in it. And even if you don't want to share in it, it's because they they're happy about it and they want you to be happy about it as well. And if someone is wanting you to be happy, what do you have to complain about? Like, <laughs> honestly, like, why are you even mad? Why are you shutting them down? Don't do that. You, you make a, you make a person feel stupid. And, um, just you know that's that's something that needs to like we need to kill that we need to stop that stop making people feel stupid for the things that they like I don't care if you absolutely hate the thing that they're coming to you to talk about you know if they won't if they're rant, you know they're talking about it nonstop. stop of course there's a limit where you can say okay that's enough but don't just immediately shut someone down or make them feel dumb about it you know cuz you know there are probably some things that you enjoy or that you like that other people don't and that they find kind of stupid too, so keep that in mind. Number 14, make connections, network. I, um, that I mean, you can go so far just through networking, and that's not to say that you don't go far from hard work and from patience, and you know. Doing things yourself but a lot of the times you can do all of these things you can put in so much hard work and so much effort and so much time and energy into something and all it takes is for you to get your foot in the door and then finally well my camera stopped recording <laughs> but i was saying you know um sometimes all it takes is for you to get your foot in the door after you put in so much hard work and so much energy and it still seems like you're going nowhere. Sometimes it just takes for you. It just takes someone. What am I saying? It just takes uh, someone that's already there to pull you in. You just, you just got to know. Sometimes it's just about knowing the right people. Number 15. Believe in yourself. Don't always be so self-deprecating. Um, have pride. In the things that you do and in the work that you do and be confident in yourself and that sounds like a really you like a children's song like believe in yourself but it's true um I'm I'm really guilty for this honestly I would create something like I said I'm a creative person and there are so many things that I have created over my 20 year span of life um but one thing that I had to learn to stop doing was to stop being so hard on myself. I had a friend, I have a friend, <laughs> named Austin, who we worked on phone projects together. And after we would, after we would do it, um, he would say, hey, that was really good. And I would be like, no, stop, it's not, I hated it. And he got so tired <laughs> of telling me to stop you know hating my work have some pride in what I do don't be too proud there's a difference between bragging and humbly knowing that you're good at something you like you can be confident but not be overconfident and that's like you need to find the happy middle you need to find a line there's a balance find it ride that line don't get on either side just stay in the middle (laughs) number 16 this kind of falls in with an earlier one Remember when I said that Android is better than iPhone? Yeah, I learned that Xbox is better than PlayStation, (laughs) and it just is. Just take my word for it. I've had both, and I've thoroughly, 100%, yeah, uh, like 10 times more have enjoyed Xbox more than PlayStation. Just take my word. (laughs) Number 17 is appreciate your friends and family while they're here. So. I had a grandmother who lived to be over 100 years old and she passed away earlier this year and it was really sad because I thought about all those times that I said I was going to go see her and I never did. Now granted I don't have a car and so I'm at the mercy of other people to take me where I want and need to go but I feel like that's not an excuse because if I had really 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 wanted to go and had my heart set on going I would have found a way to get there to see her more often and I don't have but a few memories of her just because I didn't see her as much as I I, I didn't go and see her as much as I should have gone to see her. That's really sad you can't appreciate someone um well you can you can appreciate someone after they're gone but it's not the same as appreciating someone while they're here you know. When someone someone passes away, it's cool to photoshop them in some clouds with the angel wings and put it on Facebook and be like, RIP, you know, that's cool. But there's nothing like actually taking time to spend time and to love and to support and to appreciate the people while they're still in your life. And that doesn't just apply to people who die, but that applies to people who are here in your life now because situations change. And I say that like this, I had a friend who lived two or three minutes from me and yet I saw her once every few months. Now she doesn't live two or three minutes away from me. She lives two or three states away from me. And so she's here, she's alive, but she's not here. And so the situation has changed and I should have appreciated her and the closeness. Um, the distance that we had between us it was very short I should have appreciated that more and not taken that for granted while she was still here because now I'm in North Carolina and she's not so it's really kind of hard to see her now number 18 you can't please everybody and not everyone is gonna like you this is something I definitely had to learn the hard way sixth grade i keep bringing up middle school but sixth grade there was this girl who did not like me and to this day i still don't know why she didn't like me this sixth grade was the first year that i had ever encountered actual bullying like there were people who would like playfully or sometimes mean would like say teasing things or pick on me or whatever but it just it just kind of like rolled off my back because it didn't really matter but this girl was just hateful for no reason it didn't really make sense and she was so hateful that even the people that I was friends with in the 6th grade would like join in with her when she was being hateful and it just made me you know it made me really sad because I felt like you know I hadn't done anything wrong I just existed and she hated me. (laughs) Um, So I I spent most of my 6th grade year trying to make her like me, trying to please her, trying to do the things that I thought would make her treat me better um and she never did so I wish that I had just spent my time ignoring her and just being myself in the sixth grade I would have not wasted um I mean all that time would not have been spent wasted trying to get her to like me so Number 19. <laughs> getting to the end. Respect can take you far. Now, I know a lot of people say you have to give respect to get it, and I get that. I believe in that, and um, I think that is true. However, there are certain situations where you just have to be the bigger person. And even if a person is disrespecting you you just have to be respectful back because it can take you so very far so very very far um you know let's say that this person has been really disrespectful to you and you've been and you haven't been disrespectful to them back you have done the right thing there is nothing on your part that anyone can say you've done wrong because um at this point this person has just been rude to you and disrespectful to you and um, for no reason, basically. And so that just makes them look stupid and you look like the better person in this situation because you have done the right thing despite what others have done to you. And so it's it's really simple, just sometimes think about that. Give respect even when you know you're not getting it back. The last one, the very last one, drum roll please number 20 this is the biggest one on the list i feel like well i said that before but i'm gonna say this is one of the biggest things on the list (laughs) happiness is not circumstantial nor is it situational i had to read what i wrote (laughs) Good thing of the word. Okay. Happy, let me say it again. For the ones in the back, happiness is not circumstantial, nor is it situational. It is a choice. It is a choice. You have to choose to be happy, choose to have joy, even when things are going wrong. And that is why so many people fall into depression and stay there because their situation doesn't change and that's where I was I dealt with depression and anxiety for years because I never got a hold of this truth and the truth is that you cannot be happy if you don't choose to be and I know that someone told me that and I was like, I'm not trying to be sad, you know? I don't wanna be sad, I don't I don't wanna deal with depression. Like, what is that to say to someone who is sad? Just choose to be happy, just be happy. But it's true, it really is, it's just a change in mindset. Because a lot of the time your situation is gonna stay the same for quite some time. And you can either choose to live in it miserably or choose to live in it happily. Think about there are people who live in other places that are in worse situations than you are in. I know of a family in Africa that I met personally who was dealing with all types of things. They didn't have a home to live in, they were hungry all the time, the mother had had children and her husband died and she was left without anything to like really help with her family and it was just her and her babies out on the street and they were hungry and it was just, everything was dirty. It was a really bad situation. When the mother got sick, the, the girl, like there was a little girl, she's about seven or eight years old, she was taking care of her baby sister. And I don't really know of any seven or eight year old who wants to just be taking on that motherly, but still sisterly role. You know, that's really hard. That's something really hard to deal with. Yet they were some of the happiest people i've ever met and their situation was not good it wasn't so it made me stop and think and say hey wait a minute your situation is not nearly as bad as theirs i have home i have food like i've never gone without food so i can't imagine what it's like to be hungry especially to be a mother and have hungry children that's got to be it's got to be horrible (laughs) but my point is that they were happy despite their situation so I wish the one thing that I wish that I had gotten a hold of was to just choose to be happy despite all the things in my life that weren't where I wanted them to be or weren't what I wanted them to be Um, I I feel like I wasted so much time (laughs) so there you have it those are 20 things that I've learned in 20 years it's a lot (laughs) it's a lot and I hope that this sheds some light to you in some way maybe not all of them but maybe at least one of them has helped you really hope so um like I said next week's topic isn't going to be anywhere near like this one (laughs) every topic is going to be different so let me just I, I mean I'm new to this I need to find my podcast outro I don't even know what I'm supposed to say Wow. Oh, there it is. (laughs) Alright. That's all for this episode of Completely Random Foolishness. Make sure you come back next week for more. We're going to have something every Thursday. It's always going to be something different. Um, Sometimes I'm going to have guests, um, special guests, friends, family, other people that I feel like can share some funny and insightful stories and um, other stuff with you guys and i hope that you enjoyed this because i did i will see you hopefully well i won't see you but you'll see me hopefully next week thank you and bye see you next time